Bienvenidos to Homo in Training. My name is Jay Daye, and I am one of two hosts on this podcast. Homo in Training is a variety podcast show that has various topics revolving around four moments called Thoughtful Moment, Music Moment, only available on Spotify, a little science moment, and now introducing a weekly TV show recap and review moment. But this week, you are here for our science. And you might be thinking like, bitch, why do they have so many segments? And it's because we hate being bored, bitch. We really just want to have fun and give you guys entertaining topics. And so many podcasts stick to one theme. And we figured, why not stick to no theme? Just so that when you listen, you know that you're just getting something new all the time. And this week, we're going to be talking about what the fuck is a magnetic field. I know that all of you know what a magnet is. I mean, we've all seen a magnet at school. We all had art as a little kid that our parents put on the fridge. A lot of us have laptops that have magnet chargers. So everybody knows what a magnet is, but do you even know what makes it magnetic? Why does it stick to things? And why does some things stick and other things don't? And I'm going to dive right into that. But first, we have this something on the podcast called The Double Feature, where me and Leslie normally feature something that we're really into, whether it be music, TV shows, food, whatever we want. And this week, since it's me by myself, I'm going to be introducing two double features by myself. And They're both going to be music related because, bitch, I love music. And we have a new playlist out called Fuck Your Fourth. So make sure you check that out. It's linked below. One of my first double features that I'm doing today is an artist that I came across on TikTok called Supernova. It's super, S-U-P-E-R, and then Nova, K-N-O-V-A. I'm pretty sure it's Supernova because who would say Super Canova? I don't know. Supernova is a transgender musician who creates queer pop and a unique sound that incorporates hip-hop-inspired drums, driving synths, which a synth is like those synthesizers that's really popular in pop music nowadays, and these amazing guitar solos, bitch. Like, all of her music has that live guitar element to it, which is so fucking awesome. And her music talks about, you know, her identity, queerness, and the struggle to be your authentic self. She's amazing because she's a one-woman band, produces and records all of her own music. And what I really like about her is when she does her live performances, she builds up her songs using on-stage looping instruments. Those are my favorite artists just because you're really seeing the creative process on stage. And bitch, I want to learn how to use a looper so bad because, you know, have you ever seen like on TikTok where or on Instagram or anywhere where they have like five squares or something or whatever? on the video and it's the same person but you know some of them they'll be like doom 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 and then the other ones will like start singing and like all this other stuff that's kind of what looping is is you record one way and then you record again and again and then you put it all together and it creates like a new song and that just shows how musically talented you are and honestly her music is amazing it's like If you want music that is not like what you're hearing on the radio now, something that is unapologetically queer, please go subscribe to Supernova. I mean, she has almost 30,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, and I know that she's just getting more and more popular all the time. I will tag her TikTok because that's where she posts all of her music, and she's also included in our playlist, so make sure you check her out. Another person that I want to feature is an artist 
called B Ames, which is B period A M E S or Amos. So sorry if I don't say that right, but she is a producer, vocalist, and songwriter that has been making waves since 2009, bitch. She is Louisiana-born with her roots in pop, hip-hop, crunk, and R&B, just to name a few. B's expression was elevated when introduced to the ballroom scene, which if you guys remember, me and Leslie did a double feature where I talked about Legendary, which is a show on HBO Max, which shows the voguing scene in ballroom. She has one of her songs featured in that called Reaction. So make sure you check that out. And I have her included in the playlist too. So make sure you do that. She's also worked with some notable drag queens. If you like RuPaul's Drag Race, she's worked with Latrice Royale. You know, get them nuts away from my face. Manila Luzon, robbed on All Stars 4. And winner of season eight, Bob the Drag Queen. And so many more. And, you know, she's worked with icons and legends, even T.S. Madison. Like, she is seriously so fucking cool. Her music is so good. She has a song called Pussy Cunt Cunt. And it's, like, so good. And, like, I've never wanted to be so pussy and so cunt before in my life until I listened to this, dude. You know, she has fusions of pop, experimental, ballroom, dance, R&B. Just a great artist. Makes really good dance music. So if you're interested, please make sure you check the link. I'm going to link her below. And she's also included in our Spotify playlist. So make sure you check that out. Without further ado, let's talk about fucking magnets, bitch. All right, Magneto, let's see what this is all about. So what is a magnet? Now, I want you all to know from the fucking get-go, this has been so hard just because there's so much information and so much like specific scenarios where some of the things I'm going to say don't apply or they can be expanded on further or they're not the complete story. But that's because I physically and emotionally cannot break down magnets to its finest components because it is so complicated, so broad, and so above my head that I'm really just doing my best to break it down so that when you look at a magnet, you know exactly what's going on with that magnet. And when people tell you like, what the fuck is a magnetic field and how does it protect Earth? Like, I want you to be able to explain it to some extent, right? I mean, you're not a scientist. I'm not a scientist, so there's only so much we can do. And then you start talking about physics, quantum mechanics, all this shit, bitch, that I just, I can't. Like, I'm emotionally spent. You know what I'm saying? So, the most basic way that I can describe what a magnet is, is imagine one of those rectangular bar magnets that you've gotten in school. Usually, half of it is, you know, the color blue or the color red, and it signifies the north and the north magnetic field and then the south magnetic field. And in school, if you remember, trying to touch two north pieces of the magnet together, it's going to repel each other. It's not going to stick. But if you get a south side and a north side of the magnet to touch each other, you know that they stick right away. And that's because the north, think of that as it's pushing out a magnetic field, and then the south is pulling in a magnetic field. That's why you get that repel with the two magnets is because it's trying to push out a magnetic field. This pushing is pulling is caused by atoms, believe it or not. In the last couple of science episodes, we've been talking about atoms. The electron and nucleuses are spinning and this motion creates little atom magnets. 
but electrons actually produce a stronger magnet than the nucleus. And if you remember when I was talking about lightning a few weeks ago, I talked about how electrons separate from atoms in the clouds, and that's how you get negative and positive clouds, and then that's how lightning happens. That's because electrons are light and are easily moved around. Well, that motion of electrons moving around creates magnetic fields. Just like in my last science video where I talked about plasma on the sun, remember when I talked about little loopies of charged, uh, charged particles? Those are lined up atoms where electrons are moving through that, creating an electromagnetic field, which are, are a shit ton on the sun. And the best way to describe that for you is imagine those loops are the highway. And the traffic, the cars, are the atoms. The cars on the main highway are the nucleus. And there's a traffic jam. They're not really moving. They're moving slowly. But on the HOV, or the carpool lane, if you live in California or anywhere else that has carpool lanes, you see that they're moving right past you. They're going really fast. That's the simplest way that I can explain is an electric current. That's kind of what's going on on the sun. And it's, it's crazy because... That electric current is creating a magnet, which is wild. And, you know, electricity and magnetism are two aspects of the same thing. Because a changing electric field creates a magnetic field. And a changing magnetic field creates an electric field. Which all of these things are happening in the center of the planet and also on the sun. That's why a wireless charger works, because it's using the magnet inside of the charger to direct electricity into your battery. And I did all of these episodes like in order where I talked about lightning, talking about the atoms, and talking about auroras where the atoms interact with the magnetic field. And then the sun where I talk about the charged particles that come off the sun and now I'm talking about the magnetic field, which kind of relates back to lightning and electricity, kind of to give you a full circle explanation, because this is a very broad topic and all of those videos kind of wrap up together. So if you have time, make sure you listen to my lightning, what the fuck is it episode, Aurora's Earth's reaction to sunburps, and The Sun, A Beautiful, Bright, Twisted Fantasy. So make sure you check out those three episodes if you haven't yet, because this will it'll make this a lot easier to understand, I hope. But isn't that so cool? Okay, so now that you know what a magnet is, let's talk about what forms a magnet. Why are some rocks magnet and others are not? But first, I need you to listen to this commercial, okay? I'm broke, we're broke, and we need the money. And we get a couple cents every time you listen. So come on, bear through it and listen to me and Leslie at the damn fool. Okay, bitch, we're about to get really deep. So fucking take several seats. So not everything is magnetized. That's why trees, you know, your clothes or bottled water aren't affected by magnets. Oh, and fun fact, did you know that oxygen is attracted to magnets? Bitch, there's this crazy video, which I think I might post. I don't know yet. I mean, I still need to figure out what my life is and what I'm going to do for posting. Because if you've been on the gram, you've noticed that I haven't been posting, like, at all. And it's just because the more nuanced that our episodes become, the harder it is to find other posts that reflect that nuance and... I've just been debating making my own material, right? Because, I mean, y'all know I re we repost from everywhere, but that's mostly because 
Sometimes people say it better, and I'm really busy, dude. Like, I already fucking edit the podcast. I really don't have time to be making additional posts by hand, so... I don't know, but I love TikTok. I mean, I might do it. I don't know, bitch. We'll see. I don't know. I might hold myself accountable. We don't know. I might keep this in. Who knows? But anyway, oxygen is attracted to magnets. And there's this really cool experiment of, or I think anyone can do it. Like if you are able to suspend a water bottle, like in the air, so it's not moving, and you grab a really powerful magnet, you can actually pull and push the water bottle with the magnet because there's oxygen in water and you can actually move water with magnets which is uh it's crazy i didn't i didn't even water bitch who knew that water was fucking magnetic but it is and not all metals are magnetic you know that's why gold and silver jewelry don't stick to magnets and that's why aluminum foil also doesn't stick to magnets because those type of metals are not magnetic the metals that are atomically magnetic are iron, nickel, cobalt, and steel, and except stainless steel. But just because a metal has magnetic properties doesn't mean it's attracted to magnets. When magnetic metal rocks are still in the liquid form, atoms are loose, you know, they're just they're going everywhere, they're they're acting a mess. And when they cool down, the rocks have two choices when they are being solidified. And I want you to think of the atoms that make up the rock. I want you to think of them as the little magnet rectangular bars that I mentioned earlier, where they have a north magnetic pole and a south magnetic pole. So just imagine like a shit ton. Now, the first choice that those atoms have is to line up all north side facing up and all south facing down. That's one way that the atoms can align so that the rock becomes ferromagnetic metal, which means it's magnetic. And fun fact, iron, if you guys know the chemical name for iron, it's the letter F-E, and that's because it derives from the Latin word ferrum, which is where you get the word ferromagnetic. So iron is the most magnetic. The other choice that the rock has when cooling down is that the north and south magnetic poles just face randomly. They're not all facing one way. They're just some are down, some are up, some are side to side. And that's called an anti-ferromagnetic metal, which obviously means it's not a magnet. That's why some magnetic metals don't stick to magnets because the North and South Pole aren't all aligned with each other, making it a magnetic rock. So that's how you get a rock to be magnetic. And that's why not all rocks are magnetic. Now that you know what a magnet is and how they form, let's wrap up this whole entire episode with what causes the Earth's magnetic field. Because I don't know if you know, but we have a big one. So check it out. Alright, bitch, we're heading to the end. And I know it's been a very dense, loaded episode, but bitch, it's about to get a little bit denser. So please, if you're sitting down, sit how about you lay down this time because it's about to get really heavy. So you've heard the planet is layered like an onion. There's a crust, there's a mantle, and then there's an inner, and then there's a core. And in the middle, there is a solid pure iron core. And it's surrounded by a liquid metal that is made of iron and nickel. And this iron and nickel is magnetic and it's liquid and it's moving around. It's spinning because the earth is spinning and so is the metal liquid inside of it. This spinning generates an electric current, 
inside of the planet. Kind of like if you've ever seen in movies how they, they'll like use like a hamster wheel to like power a computer or fucking something. Um, that's because the moving motion, when you're moving magnetized rock in a circular motion like that, it creates an electrical current to help power the machine. So that's kind of what's happening inside of the planet where the liquid metal is spinning because of various reasons. It's not only because the planet is spinning, but it's because the core is like fucking releasing material and it's creating this like convection current inside of the planet. And that convection current helps create that magnetic field coming out of the planet. Okay, so to make it a little bit more simpler is I want you to imagine the current as you. You are standing, you're standing up and you're rotating your hips in circles like let's go like this spin around stop now it's time to bring it around down bring it around down then you do this then this and this then that and this and that and this and that and then just like spongebob says then imagine you have a hula hoop and that rotating hip motion that you're doing is making the hula hoop go in circles you are the hot liquid metal spinning in the center of the planet, and the hula hoop is the magnetic field. This is the most basic way that I can explain what is happening to create the magnetic field. It's obviously a lot more complicated than that, and I'm definitely missing a lot of details that actually make it more true, but just for the fact that this is just a podcast of a normal gay boy trying to do his best to make science understandable to everybody. The hula hoop example is the only easy way that I can explain what's happening. So imagine that your head is magnetic north and your feet are magnetic south. This is where the magnetic field is coming out from and surrounding your body with a magnetic field, like the planet. I hope that makes sense because that was like the only example that I can think of that was like, this makes sense. I think this is what I'm going to go with. So I hope that makes sense. And, you know, the magnetic north and magnetic south are not technically true north and south. You think of north as being the tippy top tip of the north pole and then the south pole is smack dab in the middle of Antarctica, which is not necessarily in that position. It's more off-center. And the, f the weird thing about the magnetic poles is that they're always changing their position. They're not always in the same spot. It used to be more in Canada back in the Dizze, like I think like the 1600s, and now it's shifted more towards Siberia. So if you know where Siberia is, it's not near Canada. <laughs> it's more towards like Russia and stuff. So think of the pole going from North America to fucking Asia. <laughs> you know what I mean, bitch? It's also been shown in our Earth's history that the poles have flipped where the north flips to the south and then the south flips up to the north. And there is record of this happening. You know, I think the last time it happened was like over 700,000 years ago, bitch. That's almost a million years. Ago. But there is evidence that it's going to happen again really, really soon. And it's nothing to be scared of. You know, a lot of people think like, oh my God, it's going to flip. That means it's going to turn off. And apparently it does turn off, but not like a lot. 
like it still protects us from the shit from the sun and it only happens like a little bit and also the fossil record shows that every time it's flipped it hasn't caused any major like extinctions or anything so it's nothing to worry about it's just something that naturally happens with the planet because it's alive like the planet is moving bitch the only reason that we can have these magnetic fields and life on earth is because the earth is moving it's breathing it's doing everything that a fucking human is doing, bitch. Like, this planet is alive. And planets that have a magnetic field typically have it flip. I mean, it's normal for magnetic fields to flip. You know, the sun's magnetic field actually flips every 11 years. So, bitch, you over here worried about 700,000 years, the sun be flipping every 10 years. And we know that the Earth's magnetic field flips because on Earth we have fault lines, which... If you know, that's where the Earth is kind of split. Because think of the Earth as like an eggshell, but the whole eggshell is cracked. That's where the cracks are. And some of those cracks is where new rock comes out. And some of the cracks are where old rocks go back inside of the planet. So it's like recycling the rocks, bringing out new rocks while eating the old rocks. And these faults, new rocks are hot liquid metal. And when this metal is cooling, all of the ferromagnetic rock is going to solidify and capture the position of the magnetic poles at the time. So imagine this rock has the north and the south pole atoms fucking whizzing around. But once it comes into contact with colder temperatures, it's going to all align with the magnet. So on the seafloor, you actually see stripes kind of like a zebra or you know what it's actually more like tree rings on the sea floor where you'll see the magnets pointing up and the magnets pointing down so that lets you know how often it happens and that's why we know based on the rocks how often it happens because it's a fossil record of how the earth was and this magnetic field that is coming out of the earth is the reason that we're still alive. It's the reason why we have auroras. It affects lightning and weather on the planet. Like these things are all interconnected. And, you know, I'm happy that this is the last topic to wrap up this whole, I don't even know what this is, because obviously I'm still going to have more science moments. But like when I was able to have lightning, auroras, the sun and magnets all together, I felt that like I felt it kind of like a four part series of trying to explain how we're affected by the outside environment, but how a lot of those things are also happening internally. You know, how weird is it that we have a magnetic field that flips and is caused by electricity coming out of our core and on the sun the same thing is happening it's flipping it's creating these electrically charged particles that inevitably shoot out from the sun and reach us again so it's just i don't know i hope that these this this four-part series has kind of helped you i don't know gain a deeper appreciation for the earth and i hope that you all listen to the episodes that i mentioned earlier in order to understand this concept better i hope that i did a really good job explaining it i know it's so complicated so deep and just so like hard to grasp but the main thing what i want you to understand about magnets is that an atom is a magnet an atom is going to align itself perfectly to make a ferromagnetic rock meaning a rock that sticks to magnets or is a magnet and 
how the movement of these magnetic atoms inside of our planet create electricity, which affect magnets, which affect ultimately the magnetic field that is generated by the Earth. And that's it. I mean, that's all I got. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to make a TikTok. I think I'm going to do it. It's about time and... Then you put out some content. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm out here spilling all this shit for y'all. I better make some video explaining it too. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok. I mean, hormone training on all social platforms. We also have Facebook. So make sure you check that link below. And I'm having fun doing these science episodes. I really didn't know anything about lightning. Okay, I knew the basics of lightning, auroras, the sun, and magnets, but I didn't know to the extent that I'm explaining it to you. And this was very hard for me because all of these concepts that I've covered in the last four series are things that I'm not familiar with. Like this has taken me completely out of my comfort zone and has challenged me to really learn and and not just learn these things, but try to understand it in a way that I'm like, okay, how can I take this like little kid video of explaining what magnets is and then this fucking physicist trying to explain what a magnet is where can i find a common middle to where i can give good information to where you can understand it in a practical sense but also not feel like i'm babying you guys so i hope it's made sense and if you have any suggestions of any science things that you're curious about or want to learn about i would love to cover that and next week we have our thoughtful moment and we're featuring one of our i would say close friends Thanks for your concern, podcast. We are so excited because we've been sitting on this episode for a while because we wanted to release all the queer sex series in our thoughtful moment. So we recorded this in fucking earlier this year and we were planning on releasing it like in April, but then so many queer shit, y'all were loving it. So we're like, let's just get rid of all this pent up queer sex stuff. And next week we are going to be talking about toxic friendships, curious gay girls, all over the movie Jennifer's Body because we were personally affected by that movie and we wanted to ask the question, is killing boys even bad? So join us next week on the